Welcome back to Bloomberg Surveillance. I'm Michael McKee along with Tom Keene. A man with enormous challenges ahead of him is James Staley, Jess Staley. He's the new chief executive officer of Barclays, and he is sitting down with our Eric Schatzker for this exclusive interview. Thank you very much. A welcome to Bloomberg television viewers and Bloomberg radio listeners around the world to this conversation with Jess Staley, the CEO of Barclays here at Barclays headquarters in Midtown Manhattan. Jess, good morning to you. Eric, how are you doing? This is your 100-day anniversary. Did you know that? Uh, no, but uh, December first to today, 100 days. Right. How does it feel? Is the honeymoon over? Uh, it feels terrific. I mean, it's uh, it's a lot of challenges, uh, but there's so much strong assets inside of Barclays. The people are great. The client base is, is terrific. The opportunities for this bank are are great. So, it's a run. Uh, there's a lot in front of us and a lot of challenges, but I'm very optimistic about where we're, we're going to end up. Let's speak about some of the immediate challenges. The market conditions out there appear to be pretty tough, right? Volatility, complaints about the liquidity in a fixed income market, for example, the operating environment in general. Is Barclays on the same track as Citigroup and J.P. Morgan this quarter looking at a sales and trading business down 15 to 25%? You know, uh, obviously the markets went through a very traumatic experience in 2008 and nine, and created a, a global calamity in terms of the economy that we're still recovering from. And how the banks evolve, uh, how the regulators evolve, to end up in a place where we have a safe financial system, where the banks won't get in trouble again, but we have a functioning capital markets that finances economic growth. We're still in the middle of that process, and Barclay is a is a is a player there. Um, we like the assets that we have. You know, uh, we've just redefined our our strategy around being a transatlantic consumer corporate and investment bank. Uh, there are some great businesses there. Um, uh, so we like the assets that we have as a bank, but there's still this evolution in the financial markets that we have to live through. How is it going to affect you this quarter? You know, we're not going to talk about this quarter. We did say we had a pretty good January and February. The quarter's not over yet. Um, uh, we like how our business is, is moving forward, So, uh, but we won't comment on the quarter's position. These imbalances that you speak of, though, this tricky act, right, between pre preventing the financial system from cratering again and creating an environment in which, uh, you know, the handmaidens of capitalism can actually uh, earn a return, um, is there any reason those balances are going to be better struck between now and the end of the year, or is this where we are for now and for a while yet? You know, uh, um, uh, the markets, I think, are having some difficult times adjusting to what's happened with commodity prices, oil in particular. What's going on in China clearly has had a, a very big impact. Um, this whole slow growth uh, is a challenge for the markets. The inflation expectations are incredibly low. That's leading to some central banks talking about negative interest rates. Mm -hmm. This is completely uncharted territory. You know, how the financial markets would respond to negative interest rates on the scale that are being discussed is we just don't know. Um, so uh, the markets will be challenging uh, this year, but the banking industry is so much stronger now than it was uh, in 2008. The capital levels are completely different. The liquidity levels are completely different. We have such a more robust banking industry than we did back then. So it is a safer group of banks dealing with the challenging market. The ECB is going to make its latest policy announcement just a few minutes from now at 7.45 Eastern time this morning. 
There's a widespread expectation that they're going to be even more accommodative than they have been. Negative interest rates aren't an issue for your U.K. consumer business, but you're operating in a European banking environment. How challenging are negative interest rates for a bank like Barclays? The negative interest rates are, are, a, are a reality today, but on a very limited scale. I mean, the negative interest rates right now are, are essentially only on excess reserves. Mm-hmm. The interest rates for the consumer, the interest rates across the banking industry itself are still positive. So we're a long way ago, I think, from being a very disruptive influence in the banking industry. But we've got to keep an eye on it. And with inflation expectations so low, uh, it's a challenge for the investment banks, or excuse me, for the central banks, to continue to be every day more accommodative and to try to push the economy forward through that accommodation. The, the, the aggressive monetary policy, I think, is having every day less and less ability to get the economies moving forward, and that's a challenge for all of us. So, but more specifically, is, as it concerns the banking industry, I mean, don't negative interest rates cause bank profits to shrink? Don't they disincentivize cross-border lending? Don't they create nonlinear effects in bank funding? The big, uh, the, uh, the big factor which is impacting bank profitability in terms of the retail banking practice and, and whatnot are low interest rates. Um, uh, you know, the net interest margin of banks has been shrinking because mm-hmm. we have low interest rates across the board. So sure, that is a weight. But, you know, most of the retail banking industry is doing quite well. Barclays, you know, our return on equity in our, in our retail bank and our credit card business are in the mid-teens. It's a great business for us, you know, as we were talking. You know, we are a hugely important part of the U.K. economy. About 30 percent of the uh, United Kingdom GDP every day goes through the payment pipes of Barclays, whether it's our Barclay card or whether it's our retail branches. We are inextricably linked with the economic success of the U.K. And uh, so these are difficult times, but we're doing well, and, uh, and, our, and our position in the U.K. retail market is, is great. Jess, you've had a chance now to talk about the bank's new strategy with some of your largest investors, and it's fair to say some of them are deeply skeptical. What's the hardest question you've had to answer? Um, You know, we made two strategic uh, decisions uh, in the first 100 days. Uh, One was to sell to a deconsolidating, non-controlling position in Africa. Mm -hmm. Barclays has been in Africa for over 100 years, in places like Kenya and Uganda. To make that decision to pull back from the continent has been very, very hard, so that's a tough question. And then the second one is uh, the investment banking industry. You know, our strategy is to be a transatlantic consumer, corporate, and investment bank, with, uh, with our anchors being New York and London, the two financial capitals of, of the world. Investment banking as an industry right now does not cover its cost of capital. So if you look across all the investment banks, on average, they do not generate a sufficient return to earn the capital that they have. That's a fundamental flaw in the financial system, and it's a tough answer to, and it's a tough question to answer. When is that going to change? It is indeed. As we welcome Bloomberg Television viewers and radio listeners around the world to this conversation with Jess Daly. Jess, I'm going to say that I'm surprised that you didn't add a third difficult question there, which was the dividend cut. Um, it came as a shock. That's fair to say to many shareholders. Why cut the dividend when it saves you roughly just about a half billion dollars a year and there's such a strong shareholder preference for income in the U.K., more so than in the U.S.? Uh, one, we will continue to pay a dividend, but yes. we did reduce the dividend uh, by roughly uh, uh, 50% for two years, 16 and, and 17. We have a core franchise 
of our consumer credit card business, uh, corporate bank and investment bank. That is.